Hey guys, welcome back to Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. This week is episode 14, 10 years and going strong. This week we were able to celebrate 10 years since my initial brain cancer diagnosis. Please join us on this episode as we celebrate that. Love y'all. Hello everyone and welcome back to Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Brian and Debbie Godowski. And what are we going to be talking about today, Mom? Well, uh, today's episode is titled 10 Years and Going Strong. Okay. Today's December 1st. That uh, is. Yes, and yesterday was November 30th, which marks a very big day in our family. Yes, it was. Why don't you share with folks what that day marked? Right, so yesterday was November 30th, as you mentioned, and 10 years ago yesterday was the day that I had my accident and the day that I found out that I had a brain tumor. Right. That um, has started a journey, started us in the world of brain cancer that never knew we would ever know anything about, much less be involved in. Right. A lot has happened over the last 10 years, so why don't you recap for everyone just what happened that day? Yeah, so that day I was moving some stuff from our apartment to either storage or y'all's house, so we were going to stay at y'all's house in transition to our first home that we were buying and on that way I was talking to Emily on the phone and told her hey I said hey I'm seeing some spots in my vision here I don't know what it is and the next thing that I know I'm waking up in an ambulance and freaking out and they're telling me that I was in a major accident and I flipped my truck a few times and they need to take me to the hospital and I did not believe them and I started fighting them, and they shot me up. And, <laughs> and they also uh, had my phone. They couldn't unlock it, so they asked for your phone number. Uh, that was the only number you could remember. Yeah, I, I could hardly remember, or I couldn't think of much at the time, but I did remember your phone number since it was our home phone number growing up. So they were able to contact you and at that time y'all are in Mexico so that was kind of an odd situation but yeah yeah so kind of fast forward a a few days um, they did find you had the brain tumor which caused um, you to have your very first seizure right Uh, and you just so happened to be driving a truck on on a highway 70 miles an hour right and so the fact that you survived that the fact that you were actually in dad's truck and not in your little sports car yeah they paramedics had saved your life right that was one of the first of many miracles that have been given to us along this journey Um, so I, I want to jump into something here. You have put together a reel right. showing recaps of that day uh, up, up to now. 
My question is, how did it feel to put that together for you? Um, it's kind of, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's, it's, it's different to look back on and actually see that that actually did happen, because sometimes it feels like it didn't happen. And sometimes it's like, yeah, that definitely happened. Right. But yeah, it's crazy looking at the pictures. It's crazy looking at my head after surgery. It's crazy seeing me sit laying in bed in the hospital. And it's definitely crazy seeing me go through all the transitions that I did go through after, you know, the cancer, marriage, having babies, and all that stuff. Right. How did you feel yesterday? What what were your thoughts and your emotions coming up on that 10-year mark? It was a lot of gratitude, honestly. It was, you know, I have a different mindset mm-hmm. now than I did back then. And 10 years seemed like, man, if I can make it 10 years, that would be incredible. Um, and... and- <laughs> and here you are, yeah, stronger than now, ever. And now I'm here now, it's like, well, 10 years is great, but in my mind, I don't feel like I have cancer anymore, even though some doctors would probably disagree with that because brain cancers, as of now, is uncurable. Um, but in my mind right now, I am free of cancer, and could it come back? Yeah, could it not? Yeah, but in my mind, it's not coming back. If it does, then, wow, that's going to be horrible. But, again, I could, or anyone could go out in their car yesterday, or tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and get in an accident and not wake up the next day. So, I'm looking at myself just like anybody else should, or does, and, you know, my time can come anytime. That's so true. Yeah. Again, it's that mindset piece, which I think we'll get into, if you don't mind, a little bit later in this. Um, Looking back, what would you have told yourself at the beginning of this journey? When it first happened, and you could go back and tell yourself something, what would that be? That's a tough question. Um, I would just tell myself everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is a tragedy. Yes, this is something new. But we're all going to figure out and everything Everything will be okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I would tell myself. Because when it, when it did happen, when I found out that I did have cancer, I had no clue if it was going to be okay, what it meant for my future, for my family's future, for my new marriage. I didn't know what it meant. All I knew is that, or what I thought at the time was my time could be coming soon. And so to me, it was hard to really comprehend anything at that time. I didn't know what to think or how to feel. You know, you were 26 years old. Yeah. That's so young. Right. It is. It, it didn't seem like it at the time, but yeah, that is young. 
it's very young and you have experienced things that most people might not in, in a lifetime of, of many, many, many more years. Right. Yeah, and I, I hear people say that, but when I do hear that, it's like, well, yeah, I went through a horrible time. Yeah, it was very hard for me and the, our family, but then again, everybody goes through hard times, so... When I hear that, I really like to, you know, kind of push back a little bit because I know everybody does go through their own struggles, and that's what life is all about, is overcoming those struggles. That's good, bud. And, and so true. So, bud, how do you think having cancer has changed you? Um, I would say it would has def has definitely changed my perspective on life because um, you know being 36 now and being 26 at the time I I've been faced with death you know right around the corner really um, almost dying at the accident and then possibly dying in the next few months or year or whatever what was said um, I've been faced with that, and that really puts a different per perspective on life. Right. Um, you know, the gratitude really pops into my mind. Um, I wouldn't say so much back then, but now, you know, looking back and feeling what I felt and knowing what I went through, I can really be grateful about anything in an instant. Um, and I know a lot of people don't have that. Right. Um, so, you know, when I wake up every day, I can instantly feel that gratitude if I choose to do that. Um, and that really just sets up my day for, you know, a good day. Um, but as far as overall changing my life, I think it really, now it's giving me a meaning and something mm -hmm. that, a, or a purpose, I should say, because um, I have been through all of that, I've been through all the struggles, I've overcome those struggles, and I feel like now it's time to help that person that I used to be, help that person that was dealing with those struggles that didn't know what to do, and I feel like I can help somebody that was in that position mm -hmm. now. Right. What do you think was your biggest challenge through this whole journey? I would definitely say <clears throat> I would definitely say being just married and being that that young was the biggest challenge. Um, as you know, we were just twenty-seven days. Twenty-seven days after there. the wedding day, the accident happened. Just got back from our honeymoon. Um, we were ready to start, you know, the honeymoon phase of marriage and moving into a new house and all that good stuff. Uh, we were really looking forward to that, and that all got put on hold. Uh, we were looking forward to having kids early on in our marriage, um, and that got put on hold. Um, so yeah, dealing with that was a big struggle. It 
it was a daily fight with myself, daily argument or conflict or conversation with Emily, um, mm-hmm. my wife. Um, so yeah, that was probably the biggest struggle because we didn't know how long I had or how long we had. So how how are we supposed to look at our new marriage and be excited about it? Right. It was tough. I remember at one point y'all did see a counselor, and I remember sharing that she, one thing she said to you and Emily was, you never got to have that honeymoon phase of marriage. Right. You never got to go through that first year of adjusting. And uh, Yeah, it was just an, an instant struggle every single day. And the fact that you all, you both came through that and stuck together because you know there's there's Emily's perspective as well yes it's kind of like I remember she shared later she's like what have I gotten myself into right I don't I don't blame her at all for that you know if she didn't have such a strong family background or a strong belief in marriage I wouldn't blame her or you know Mm -hmm. If she were to let to leave me at that time, right. I mean, what? Well, I mean, she was young too. She was, I'm sure she was feeling what? Am, what? Am, what am I getting myself into? Should I continue this? Right. You know, all, all those thoughts it would, would definitely pop into anybody's head. And I know the relationship she has with her mom and dad and their strong faith. Right. And their modeling of that probably is made a huge difference was a big piece to that puzzle and just who she is absolutely you know? so I'm really glad y'all stuck together <laughs> yeah me too um, thank you Emily <laughs> yes thanks Em and Mike and Martha yes And just really all of our family, I mean, you can't not acknowledge that. Our family and friends and the the love and the support and just encouragement. Absolutely. Gosh, it makes a big, big difference. A huge difference. I couldn't tell you what it would be like if we didn't have all that family support. It was incredible. Yeah. And, And that's a good segue into this question I wanted to ask you uh, first part of the question is what advice do you have for people that have just been diagnosed with cancer oh yeah definitely I would say when you get that first initial diagnosis it's a huge shocker um, I remember it and all I could think of was what happens now mm-hmm is my life over Um, another thing on that is you know don't treat them as if they are suffering you know don't treat them I know that's hard like yes you have cancer yes you're you're diagnosed with this bad disease but try to steer away from you know feeling sorry for them or acting like you're feeling sorry for them because that's just going to you know make it an awkward situation for that person suffering because they want to feel normal I think that is 
really key is is feeling normal again. Yeah. And what does that look like, and how do you how do you do that? Um, and I say that not only you know listening and agreeing and and trying to understand your feelings, but as a family member, as yeah. as someone who was a caregiver and. Uh-huh. Um, just also for those that might have other family members that are going through it, it just check in on them too. Not not you yeah. know not only the person going through the disease, which is very very important. Right. But it's good to check in. I, I mean, it meant so much to me for someone just to say, "How are you?" Yeah, for sure. And that that's so important. Absolutely. And and for the spouse of of the person going through that, yes, um, I think that's so key. Absolutely. I I don't know if this is the right time to ask this, but when we were coming up with a name for the podcast, you were pretty adamant about landing on something that captured what you are going through now what and and that's how we came up with resurrecting uh-huh. the mind body and soul talk a little bit about why that was so important for you uh you know resurrecting it means you know bringing back to life and for me until i started making these changes I was in a place where I wasn't really living, I don't think. I was just kind of there, um, you know, going and doing my day-to-day thing and not really utilizing the gifts that God has has given me. You know, that's going to just going down to the simplest thing as being alive. But what are the gifts that God has given me to give to others and what I've realized is that I wasn't, I wasn't doing that, and mm-hmm. so I wanted to bring myself back to life through my mind, and I can do that through my body, and then that soul is right there as well, and everything's connected, and so that really stood out when we were going through the names. That I mm-hmm. thought that was a perfect thing there, because. When I started making these shifts, everything started changing my mind, my body, and soul. And it's, I mean, I'm a completely different person now to when I was, I would say, two, two and a half years ago. What made that shift? What do you, can you think of a, like a specific time or a specific event that caused that shift? Well, I know, you know, three, four years ago, maybe five, you know, I heard I hit a, a rock bottom at a certain point dealing with alcohol, and I had to make some changes, um, very hard changes. Um, and... As I made those changes, I started to come upon certain things, started 
resurrecting certain things and I think it was just my path to where I found these things that since I was choosing to make those changes I believe you know the universe the God was putting certain things in front of me for me to see and learn to start to continue this growth in these changes and uh you know, I, I stopped drinking alcohol at a certain point for, I think, it was 70 days, and I saw amazing changes in my body, and in my mind, I was just so much more clear, and then once that happened, I took on intermittent fasting, and that I saw even more changes, and then God put Ed Milet in my in my life through a podcast that's just randomly popped up after I was watching a podcast on intermittent fasting and that was all about the growth mindset instead of the fixed mindset and that really got on got me on the growth mindset bandwagon and I I just took off from there and here we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) what I what was going through my mind when you were answering that I remember Gosh, maybe when you were in high school, kind of entering those college years, you just did not know what your passion was. You did not know what you wanted to do. You were yeah. very lost, which that that's so that's very typical um, for so many people and a lot of people. It is, but at that time, my group, my friends that wasn't normal Mm. does that make sense so you know all my friends went to college they knew what degree they were getting I went to college I had no clue what I was doing (laughs) so I you know either dropped out or got suspended a few times for you know not keeping up my grades because honestly I had no desire to learn what was being put in front of me mm-hmm. uh, you know it was all the general studies and what my thought was why am I doing this when I have no what I I have yeah. no idea what I want to do after this so there was no there was no goal and without without a goal I mean there's not much passion that can be put for towards that I think that says a lot for your personality too is if yeah. you have a goal yeah you can do anything yeah if I you, have you're something, proving that over and over again yeah if I have a specific goal there's nothing that will get in my way that will stop me from getting to that goal yeah um, so, and I think that's with anybody really if that once you know what you're passionate about and you realize that there's nothing that will get in your way from stopping you to Mm-hmm. to do that so what would you say is your passion yeah I, I think you've obviously found it how would you describe it my passion is definitely health and wellness and along with that is serving people to help them realize that they can have you know optimal health and wellness mm-hmm. no matter no matter where they are at in life and a lot of people don't don't even know what that is and I feel like I'm here to show and prove that to people mm-hmm. that they do have another level. Um, there's a lot of people that are happy where they're at. And, 
that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, but I know there's times where those people are thinking, you know, is there another level? There's, can I feel better than I do now? And the answer is yes, because I've been I've been there. I've been I've had a good job. I've had a good family. I've, you know, I've been in a good place, but I. You know, I always felt that there is something else, there's something missing, there's an energy that I didn't have, and I feel like I've found that. I'm still trying to figure out how I can, you know, reach everybody, help everybody, but there is another level that I want people to realize that they do have. That was going to be one of my questions, is where do you want to go from from here? Right. I don't know. That's a that's a tough question. All I know is that I want to reach as many people as possible and help as many people as possible to, you know, realize those things and you know, there's a lot of people suffering out there too. There's and they don't know what to do and mm-hmm. I just want them to know that there are answers and there are people that are wanting to help them. They're not alone. Yeah, that's incredible, bud. Um, all right. Have you made any New Year's resolutions? I have, to a certain extent. You know, I'm always wanting to train for something. Um, and I already have something on the books with for Trace's birthday in January. It's a 25K trail run. But depending wow. on his new fatherhood of this new <laughs> baby, now he has two, so who knows how he's going to be able to train and how he's going to deal with that. But if he's ready, I'll be doing that with him. If not, or even if we do that or not, I do want to do another Spartan. And I do also want to complete a marathon. So th- those are my physical challenges and I also have another goal that I really want to make this podcast and this lifestyle and, you know, my passion. I want it to make it my career. And I know that's going to start out by doing it part-time. But I eventually want to start, you know, making it a career somehow. And I'm really trying to figure that out. Um, So, yeah. You know, with that said, I would just really ask people that are listening to this to contact you personally. Right. And let you know what you're doing that is helping. Right. What they would like you to do. Right. What about this podcast? is reaching them what Mm -hmm. can we do differently right I think that's what you need at this point right because you're putting your heart and soul into this um, but I know you want to take it further and we need to figure out how that is right how that what that is going to look like and the reels that you're putting on Facebook and Instagram I think you, and I've told you this several times, I think you're finding your niche there. The um, 
number of views that you're having on those is incredible. It's right. mind-blowing, actually. But I know you want more. I know you want to do more. Yeah, and for everybody out there that, you know, have seen those reels or anything that I'm posting like that, you know, the reason I'm doing that is, for one, to motivate and inspire people to, you know, see what I've overcome and what I'm doing now. Another is Another reason I'm doing is try to reach people that I'm not already connected with and the way the reels do that is through hashtags and it's being presented to people that I'm not friends with or they're not following me so once I see that I'm hope yeah my hope is that they somehow come across our podcast somehow get connected with me and if they have people struggling if they're struggling themselves that you know somehow I can reach them or connect with them and you know, serve mm -hmm. them. Because I know you're already helping um, some folks, and they're they're coming to you, asking questions about fitness, about supplements, about um, everything that is in your life now. That is part of your lifestyle that you have found. Right. You know, on this journey, and the fact that you're helping right now a handful of people I think is big yeah because and I, I, I love doing that yeah. and I love hearing from them and anytime I'm able to answer a question they have it makes me feel awesome um, even if a it's a purpose yeah, yeah just, it gives you a purpose yeah and so anybody out there listening if they have questions or comments I would love to hear from them, no matter what it is. If it's talking negative about me, I'd love to hear it because I want to change that and, you know, figure it out. So I'm not, if that's offending anybody or if it's making f people feel bad about themselves, I want to hear that so I can, you know, change what I'm doing to have the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, once again, we're over our time, oh, so I'm gonna let's. I'm gonna close with this, and and we'll we'll forego our our two questions on this one. But I, okay. um, I would like to ask you if you could give one message to folks right now. What would it be? Man, that is a tough one. Yeah, my one message would be. You have one life. God gave you one life, or this universe gave you this one life. And it is your choice to make it how you want it. You know, you can either drag your feet and let life do things to you and... Be that victim. Yeah, be the victim. Or, we, or you can decide and choose to do what you want to do, and whether that's putting on your shoes and going for a walk or eating the right food or reading a book or playing with your kids or just loving your friends and family the way that they deserve to be loved. Everything is your choice. And, you know, you can do whatever you want to do mm -hmm. with that. But, yeah, you have one life and don't take it for granted. Be grateful and 
like I said before, gratitude will change your life. And when you start there, you know, anything's possible. That's beautiful, bud. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, well, um, I guess it's time for us to do our cheers without touching the cups. So it's not, <laughs> but uh, I just want to say I, I love you with all my heart. And I am so blessed to be on this journey with you. Well, thank you so much. I love you too. And I'm so blessed to have you. And we'll never be, I will never be able to, you know, thank you enough for what you've been for me over the last 10 years. Oh, thank you, bud. All right. Love you. Love you. Cheers. Cheers. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on that special episode. And I do want to say thank you to each and every one of you who have supported us on this journey throughout the past 10 years. We love you so much. We can't thank you enough. We'll see you next week. Love y'all.